Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The Conservative Review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and Minutemen standing at the ready to fight anew for our liberties to the one and only CR podcast. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz, back in the house today, Thursday, dead center of July, dog days of summer. And our work is just beginning in the fight for liberty. Yes, we are really no different from those in Cuba dealing with authoritarianism. We now have governments, rather than in Cuba having just everything straight up government owned, we have a private sector owned by the government, ostensibly controlled, or really the oligarchy owning the government, forcing us to take lethal injections, clot shots, absolving them of liability and at the same time forcing us to use them. The COVID fascism is going on. I even thought we'd have a couple month break from it, but the urgency to fight in the red states is now more than ever. What we clearly have going on in this country is the breakdown of any rule of law, of any legitimacy to this government. For example, Article 4, Section 4, dictates that the federal government guarantee the states protection from invasion. We had 190,000 apprehensions at the border in June, despite the heat. Usually it starts to go down seasonally then. Set another record. While, of course, they say they're not going to let in even a handful of legitimate asylees from Cuba. And what I wanted to say with that is what's beautiful about the left in a certain way is they never make mistakes. They are perfectly, perfectly and inexorably against we the people. It used to be they had a principle, and it was a bad principle, but they'd be so inconsistent about it. So, for example, open borders beyond belief, except for the few cases that are legitimate in asylum, because we can't have people voting against us. No, no, no. It's only people who are going to vote for us. Oh, you have the right to do anything you want with your body, include killing someone, but there's no bodily autonomy when it comes to clot shots and masking. I have a column out today on that. We have with crime, oh, we don't believe in incarceration. Murderers get let out. Except if you're caught in the Capitol building, then we're going to hold you without evidence and without trial, uh, without bail, seven months, six months, with the clock continuing to count. COVID is the most important thing in the world. Except you can't treat it. And in fact, we're going to prosecute people that try to treat it and try to inform people about how to boost their health for what they themselves say is the greatest threat to humanity. We're going to have a special guest on in a couple of minutes who is the first to be prosecuted by the Department of Justice for simply educating people about natural health, vitamin D, zinc, and things like that. But first, today's sponsor, we need a vision 
we need 2020 vision from a new and rejuvenated patriotic movement in this country to know where we need to take this new rhetoric from the right that's gotten stronger, but it's got to lead somewhere. But you also need to literally see with vision. And that's why I recommend Better Spectacles. They're now offering authentic German-engineered Rodenstock eyewear for the first time in America. Again, this is a 144-year-old company that has over 500 patents. Reagan wore Rodenstock glasses. They specialize in difficult prescriptions, astigmatisms. People have problems with progressives and generally don't do well with glasses. Um, my wife and I are loving our Rodenstock frames from GoSpecs lenses. They use advanced algorithms from more than a million patients measuring 7,000 points in the eye. They say you see 40% better, and these really are my best pair of glasses. Go to betterspectacles.com slash conservative to schedule a teleoptical appointment. You don't even have to leave your house or wear a mask. They're offering my audience an introductory 61% off their GoSpecs lenses. Just visit betterspectacles.com slash conservative. You know, when you look in this country, how crazy we are that we are now failing to lead on liberty. AP has an article out that Spain's top court ruled that stay-at-home lockdown orders were unconstitutional. So they retroactively voided out any fines or jail time or prosecutions that were pursued pursuant to those lockdown orders. Um, Justice Minister Pilar Lop said her government will uphold but does not share the decision. Um, But you see there, the courts are actually better than here. Here they continue. We, We have... In, in, in the free states of America, with all these Trump appointees and everything, we have failed to get, at least at a federal level, a positive ruling on any of this stuff. So again, they have not admitted that it's unlawful nor unscientific to do this. And with cases going up again, we're, we'll talk about this with our um, guest. What exactly is going up? Where? What does it mean? But we know already what it doesn't mean is that lockdowns, masking, and clot shots help. They clearly don't. We were lied to that it's only people who are unvaccinated, it turns out. Someone sent me data who works in Clark County, Nevada last night that he calculated 57% of the new cases there are from people who were vaccinated. It's a joke. The whole thing is a joke. But what this all portends is that we no longer have a legitimate government that even follows the Nuremberg Code, much less the Constitution. So it's not the courts that are going to save us. It's not Congress. It's not anything federal. The only thing that we officially should have control over, based on our voting demographics, are red state governments. I'm going to keep harping on that because there is no other better solution. If you have one, let me know. But it's time that they use what is going on to self-separate. You know, one of the things the Democrats are pushing, I don't know if they're going to follow through with this, but they're basically trying to use budget reconciliation. So that's the one process built into the Senate rules that you don't need 51 votes. You don't need 60 votes to overcome the filibuster. You can do it with 51 votes. And they have 50 plus Kamala Harris. And Joe Manchin, the big fraud, yesterday suggested that he would be willing to go along with the Democrats to put in an amnesty bill. And they plan to put in, like, voting, all their whole agenda. 
Now, mind you, you know, reconciliation is obviously only for budgetary things, but they don't care. They'll stick in everything they want to. Now, just a side note before my main point here, the only reason why Joe Manchin is able to get away with this and continue to be reelected in West Virginia is because the other senator is Shelley Moore Capito, who has long supported amnesty, is pro-abortion, total leftist. Jim Justice, the governor, is literally a Democrat, um, animalistic, just changed his party affiliation because he couldn't be a Democrat there. So he doesn't stick out. You know, if you had even like a Ted Cruz and a Josh Hawley or Rand Paul as governor and the other senator there, it would be so easy to defeat him. But again, the reason he can get away with it is because the Republicans are frauds, so there's not really any bit of a difference between the two of them. But everyone's thinking, you know, a lot of people are like terrified of this nightmare. What would happen if the Democrats go nuclear and they use their control to pass a budget bill that just has everything they ever wanted to do. They know they're going to likely, no matter what, even with the voter fraud, lose one or both houses of Congress next year. So they officially have a trifecta with the vice president as the tie vote. And they're going to go pedal to the metal. And everyone's terrified. But in my mind, this might very well be the impetus to finally break away. I don't know how bad it needs to get for all these phony conservative talkers and influencers and state party Republican officials to finally do this. But that that is the solution. You just say, we're not abiding by that. We'll deport all, all the illegals. They can't get state benefits and go to school here. Screw off. You have to fight fire with fire. That's the point. Especially as it relates to immigration. Immigration was given to the federal government to support state sovereignty, not abrogate it. That's roughly paraphrasing Justice Scalia. So, we would actually still be following this spirit of the Constitution even in our response to their abrogation of the Constitution. I don't want to hear, oh, the Democrats are going to jam through their agenda. We'll win back Congress and reverse it. Well, first of all, Biden's president. No, you won't. Second of all, they never will. It's the same thing with Obamacare. Once they get something passed, that is it. Remember, to a large degree, we are suffering COVID fascism because Obamacare consolidated monopolistic control over healthcare delivery in this country and boxed out private independent physician practices so they were able to easily consolidate, intimidate, monopolize illogical, immoral, inhumane medical directives. This notion that somehow we can indulge something the left passes and oh, we'll win back Congress and reverse it, that is garbage. Never happen. It is completely lost. We need states willing to fight back. To follow God's moral just law, the original constitution, as much as the left follows their constitution, which is very simple. 
we win, you lose. Again, it's not consistent. My body, my choice to murder a baby, my body, my choice, when it's not even your body, to demand that the state write you a marriage license for a gay marriage, but not my body, my choice to merely refrain from the state taking a positive action against my body and injecting something that every day proves to be problematic. And by their own admission, they're like, Delta, Delta, it's terrible. They're saying it's breaking through the vaccine, which is how they're trying to promote panic porn. But at the same time saying you better get the vaccine. So like, what? Which one is it? Then they say, oh, we have a booster. But Reuters has an article out today, yesterday, noting that they're admitting there's going to come with risks with the booster, which we know. How do you do that to a human being? You know, if you look at the analysis of um, country by country that are in the same climate zone, Paraguay and Chile, right? Very, you know, similar climates. Chile has a 67% vaccination rate, even more than the UK. Paraguay is 8%. They have the exact same curve, just like with the masking. There's no correlation of outcomes with it. It's that simple. And you could experiment this everywhere. You could, you could see this everywhere. Israel, same curve as Lebanon and Jordan. You know, even though their neighbors, you know, Israel has 66% vaccination rate, their neighbors range from like 9 to 24%. None of this is working. None of this is working. It's all a lie. And you know what? Even the New York Times has an article out today admitting that there's good news on Delta. I think that's the title. If you want to look it up, Leonard, whatever his name is. Um, I'm forgetting his name, but the point is he admits that, yeah, it's more transmissible and less deadly. So what's the problem? That is the new rhinovirus. Or coronavirus cold, you know, a little bit more than a rhinovirus, but coronavirus cold. And there's only a sliver that's vulnerable, and you go and you treat it. So, folks, all roads lead to one endpoint, and that is early and prophylactic treatment. I mean, that is the sum total of everything. It's kind of like in the Bible when you see so many references to the prophets of Baal, they did everything. They screamed, and they brought the sacrifices, and they tore their eyes out, and nothing worked because it was a false god. They've thrown every arrow in their quiver at this thing, and by their own admission, their own growing panic, it didn't work. The only thing that's going to work to assuage people's fears and keep us free keep us sane while also saving lives both from COVID and any collateral damage from uh, misdiagnosis and malpractice and how to deal with it is going to be midterm, long-term boosting of health and then short-term for people that really are going to get it or you know they think they might get it, have gotten it immediately. The cocktails that people that have actually looked at this and understand what works, that's what it is. Yet... That is the only thing you're not allowed to do when it comes to COVID, right? COVID has, has blown everything. You let out criminals from jail. It's affected every facet of our life. Uh, there's no 
sense of respect for humanity anymore. I've talked about this before. We've had even kids yell out adults for not wearing a mask. I mean, just everything has been broken down for this, except for treating it. Our next guest, we talked about him at the time when this happened a couple of months ago. He is the first federal prosecution. They are going after him. I'm not kidding you for treating COVID, for treating COVID. He had this wellness warrior product, you know, cocktails of vitamins, natural supplements, and they there's a little-known law that passed in the 2,124-page omnibus bill last December, by the way, signed by Trump, that prohibits any person, partnership, or corporation to engage in a deceptive act or practice in affecting commerce associated with the treatment, cure, prevention, mitigation, or diagnosis of COVID-19. Now, you might think that that should perfectly apply to the clot shots. It should perfectly apply to the marketing of masks where you know people have done this and they go and get COVID, but instead they apply it to those that are promoting things like vitamin D and zinc. This is truly criminal in many respects, but it's also extremely revealing. Because if you care that much about COVID, it was genuinely they're just scared and they care. Maybe they're wrong, misguided, but they care. Well, you would certainly try to aggressively come up with ways to boost health, boost the immune system, educate people about it, right? No. Not only don't they offer their own stuff, they actually go and censor anyone who does that. Before we bring on our special guest, this interview is sponsored by ConstitutionCoach.com, our folks at Patriot Academy. Um, So many of you have joined me on our Every, I'd say every two months, we've been having these trips out to Front Sight, Nevada, the best constitution and combined handgun training in the country. We are going to have more trainings September, October, November, and December. I will be at least at the October 31st one. That's where we can get together, strategize, shoot together, get the best training. Um, Two-day, four-day classes, 90% off Front Sight's typical charge. Also, check out PatriotAcademy.com. You could see how to become a Constitution coach, host Constitution training run by Rick Green in your backyard. Um, And then that's a great way that you guys could just go and meet together with 20, 30, 40 people and form our Liberty Strike Force teams where we're going to focus on local state um, affairs to actually win back the country in the red states. And what better place than a place like Missouri? We have a great leader there. And our next guest is from Missouri. Dr. Eric Niputi is a chiropractor who practices in Missouri, but he's so much more. He's a certified doctor of natural medicine, nutritional specialist. He's a certified internal health specialist. And he owns and operates Niputi Wellness Centers, 12 facilities, manages uh, you know, many more throughout the state. So he's really gotten to treat and see so many COVID patients. Uh, his expertise is holistic, natural health. Everything that seems to work for COVID, he's been talking about for years for other ailments. So I figured I got to get him on. Dr. Napute, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, Daniel, I appreciate it. I love your energy. Love what you're doing. Keep up the great work. And I'm just excited to have a conversation with you today. Well, look, I, I'm dying to find out, you know, obviously I want to get your take on the treatment, some of the trends we're seeing, some of what's going on in Missouri. But 
I just want to start off with the with the state of play with your federal case. So you are the first DOJ case under this new law that empowers the Federal Trade Commission to basically hit up anyone with fraud if they feel that they're promoting something for a COVID treatment or diagnosis that they don't like. Could you describe the product you were marketing, how this came about, and to the extent, I know this is an ongoing legal battle, but the extent you could talk about it, what is the state of play where um, this federal uh, suit is headed? Well, to, to, to be quite candid with you, um, the reality is is that the federal government tried to take someone, a doctor like myself, who is talking about common sense solutions uh, to getting people healthier, <clears throat> scientific data and research that is proving to reduce the suffering of people with with uh, flu-like illness symptoms. We've recommended a 150-year-old homeopathic remedy that we've recommended for 20 years of my own being in private practice to literally millions of people across the, the globe and have had great results with it. Well, uh, this year, when when the Federal Trade Commission and the DOJ decided to make an example of someone, they tried to make an example out of us. And, <clears throat> Daniel, we're literally talking about lifestyle changes, reducing the risks, um, getting rid of obesity, getting rid of hypertension, helping people reverse type 2 diabetes, and the research and data that shows supports that people should be using things like vitamin D, which obviously helps with angiotensin, ACE2 receptors, the whole pathway there. I mean, the data and research is, is to the point now where it's almost irrefutable, the correlation of benefits of, of vitamin D in in addition to treatments for COVID-19 and zinc is the same way. So they came after, after us, uh, literally coming after me for over $8 million, um, trying to silence and suppress us and shut us down. Um, and so we said, listen, this is not right. I took an oath to first do no harm. And as a doctor, uh, patients are coming to us, whether they're telemedicine or they're coming into our practices, seeing myself or our medical team, and, and we're making real recommendations to reduce their suffering. And, and as a physician, I took an oath to do that. The federal government is try, has tried to stop us, not just about, not just us, but other doctors like myself that have spoke out about early treatment, doctors like Peter McAuliffe and, and talk, other doctors talking about ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, budesonide, the list goes on and on. They're trying to suppress information uh, to push their agenda. And that's what's happening. Well, we said, listen, I, we're not going to let that, that happen. I, I'm just a God-fearing, gun-toting, conservative American that wants to stand for what's right. And my whole thoughts are, listen, after you put on the whole armor of God and there's nothing left to do but stand, you stand. And that's what we're doing. We're standing up for what's right. We're standing up for our patients. We're standing up for our future. And I'm standing up for myself and other doctors who, quite honestly, don't realize how big of a deal this is. I mean, think about this for a minute. We are at a point now in the United States of America— where the federal government is going against doctors' First Amendment right of freedom to speech, number one, and number two, going against the oath of office that I took. I, I first took an oath to do no harm, and if you come to me and you're sick and I don't give you anything other than just go home and pray for 14 days that you don't get any better, and there are things that have been proven to reduce suffering, I am definitely doing harm to my patients. And so uh, how dare the federal government try to tell doctors how to practice and how to take care of their patients. And that's what's happening right now, Daniel. Now, do you have a trial date or is there a settlement? I mean, is there anything you could talk about publicly in that regard? There, there are some things that we can discuss, and I can tell you this. I can tell you that, that once we push back 
the government uh, reached back out to us and said, "Hey, could we have some type of an amicable separation? They want to they want to basically drop they want to drop the case. They want to they wanted to slap me with a small fine, and then they wanted to me to sign a gag order, not to talk about the case, not to talk about vitamins, not to talk about you know any of this stuff. Which, by the way, still to this day, we are denying the fact that we said the federal government saying that I'm telling people that if you take vitamin D, it will cure your COVID. We never said that, and we also never said think about this." Out of 1,200 hours of, of, of audio and video that I did for uh, television and radio and social media videos last year and more, we literally had one sentence, 30-second video that I talked about um, a, a study that shows a, an, a huge percentage reduction of infections if people take vitamin D that showed a very high number. And that's a long-term, and, obviously a long-term thing that over time they're boosting their levels. It's not like, oh, I got COVID already. I pop a couple of vitamin D pills and it's going to get rid of it. You're 100% right. Listen, as a wellness doctor, my job is not only to help people when they have symptoms reduce their suffering, but I want to try to get ahead of it and stay ahead of it in the first place. And, and that's what we recommended. And so when we made those recommendations, by the way, we have hundreds of thousands of people that anecdotally all across the country uh, are doing very well with the recommendations that we've made. Um, but the federal government drug our name through the mud, basically told everyone that we're snake oil salesmen for <laughs> recommending these products. And God forbid, not only do I have a, a help them with the problem, but I also manufacture and sell products. I've done that for over 10 years in my practices. We've been practicing functional medicine and nutrition for a long time. So the federal government now says that we are using fear false evidence appearing real to try to push an agenda. And quite honestly, the only people that are really doing that <laughs> are the pharmaceutical manufacturers pushing their stuff. That's so, what's happening. So basically, we have ironclad data that, you know, th they're worried about people getting COVID right now, which people are. And this is 17 months into this. So we've had, you know, like we said, you know, there's questions about colchicine and hydroxy and ivermectin that they seem to have very strong data that it could cure it immediately um, or, you know, after a few days when you take it and already have it. But when we talk about the levels, the vitamin D levels, the vitamin C levels and your zinc levels. Now, I'm not so familiar with the latter two, but I know vitamin D. I know the scale a little bit. And I had a friend of mine. Now, he's young. So, you know, he got COVID. It wasn't a problem. He was young. But he had back problems, and this is up your alley, and, and he went to a chiropractor, and I forget. I mean, you would know what the reason is, but he said, hey, get a vitamin D test. And he got a test. His levels were 11, 11. And I was wow. thinking, you know, if he would be a senior, man, that, that is real danger territory. So he took supplements. This is maybe three to five months. Now it's up to 31, which is decent. You want maybe mm -hmm. to get up to 40, and it's like – Imagine if the if Fauci would have made vitamin D testing the PCR testing and vitamin D the toilet paper and mask, right? If that would have been the mask, that everyone over a period of 17 months whose levels were 10, 15 could have been boosted to 30, 40, what would, what would we have seen? Well, there's no question that, that there's a correlation between low levels of vitamin D and increased of respiratory illnesses and infections. We've known that for decades. I mean, we've known that for decades. We know that low D leads to pneumonia. We know that, by the way, low vitamin D, uh, if we have low vitamin D, it causes two main things, a lot of things, but two main things in the body that deal with respiratory issues. It causes vasoconstriction, which can lead to blood pressure, you know, which can increase clotting factors, heart issues, et cetera, which is a major risk factor, and it causes increased inflammation. So when you're low with D, you're going to have higher inflammation, 
You're going to have more uh, constriction of your blood vessels, which is a serious problem. And by the way, your friend that that went and got the vitamin D, vitamin D helps reduce inflammation, which gets rid of back pain. Vitamin D is also necessary Ah. to help get the nutrients inside the disc spaces of the spine, which most people have degenerative disc disease, and we give vitamin D to those folks, and they show improvement with that. So vitamin D, really, it's not really even a vitamin. It's a pro-hormone. Vitamin D does so many things, and almost every cell in your body has a vitamin D receptor. And the big thing people need to understand is vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin. It has what's called a a negative uh, endocrine uh, effect on something called RSA modulation, which basically it inhibits what's called renin uh, expression. And what that does is it causes the ACE2 uh, receptor to make, uh, which is an enzyme, to make something called um, AT17. And that AT17 uh, what it does is it reduces inflammation and it causes the vasal, the vessels to open up. That is a huge important thing for any respiratory issue, MERS, SARS, SARS-CoV-1, SARS-CoV-2, the flu, cold, etc. This is a common sense approach. So what, what is so just outrageous to me, Daniel, about this whole thing, we're not making any recommendations for any drugs. We're not making any statements. We denied any statements that anyone has ever made against us saying that this cures COVID. I mean, listen, we know what vitamin D can cure. It can cure rickets. We know that for sure. We know that vitamin C can cure scurvy. We know that vitamin B can cure beriberi. We know that for sure. But we also know that these vitamins that we talked about can reduce the symptoms that people have of flu-like illnesses, which are 99% the same symptoms of SARS-CoV-2. And if the whole idea, Daniel, behind this Jack, and you want to call it a vaccine, you can, or a jab, whatever your, your preference is. The whole idea behind it is to attack the spike protein, which essentially can reduce the symptomatology of, of SARS-CoV-2. I mean, look at the major, major uh, influx of what are called breakthrough cases that are happening all around the world. And ironically, the CDC now is no longer keeping the data on breakthrough cases unless you're in a hospital on your deathbed. Which, which is absolutely insane because it clearly shows that these injections that they're, that they're pushing on people are not working and that we need to have, like Dr. Peter McCullough says, who, who I don't know how you can even argue with this guy. He is literally the most documented research doctor and published doctor on COVID on the planet. And he says, listen, if we would have done early treatment, including D and zinc and his protocols with, by the way, the American Frontline Doctors, the Association of Physicians and Surgeons, uh, the Zelenko Protocol, uh, you know, the de- by the way, the Department of Defense, the federal government, Daniel, the Department of Defense recommends zinc and D in their protocol. So do you think it's funny that, that, that the, the federal government is suing doctors for making these recommendations? There are certain doctors like Vladimir Zelenko who have been nominated for a Nobel Prize for this protocol, and the Department of Defense is literally making the same recommendations. I mean, we're so bipolar in this, it's not funny. Yep. And back to what Peter McCullough says we could have saved the lives of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, if we would have started early treatment for COVID. And, and I, I, I agree with that. Why are we not doing that? That's the question that everyone should be asking. Why are we not doing that? So I want to get at some point to the trends and what you think is going on kind of epidemiologically, but I want to focus on you. Um, okay. You know, the more I think about it, I understand why you were the first target. I was trying to figure out, like, why are you the first guy that they're targeting? And now I understand it. See, as they're targeting you, they're dismissing you as some random 
chiropractor. That's what I'm seeing in the media. But then when I learned what you actually are, I'm like, oh, man, that's why they're attacking you. You are an independent. You run rather than MedStar here. It's MedStar Clinics or, you know, LifeBridge. And it's the cartel. It's Nipute Wellness Centers. And then you also manufacture your own cocktails as well. So your own um, supplements as well as the treatment centers. And what I felt conservatives failed to do, I made the case with Obamacare, um, but a lot of them focused only on the cost and the insurance and the guaranteed issue, you know, the coverage aspects. But my concern was that what Obamacare did, and, and again, government control even before Obamacare was doing this, but Obamacare was the nail in the coffin, that it created a monopolistic cartel, corporate practice of medicine. We All conservatives know the danger of big tech, but big medicine is even worse. It's even more dangerous to our health because you know if you would have CDC and FDA and then hundreds of thousands of independent physicians, so it's a lot harder to sell them the voodoo that they're selling. But if you have basically everyone working for a handful of systems and you know just like big tech and big pharma, they're just stewards of government they're like gses so they're pushing all this garbage i'm noticing a pattern that it's the independent practitioners you know dr cole i know you're very familiar with him he runs the largest independent lab in idaho i know you also have independent labs as well is that really what this is about ensuring that nobody could practice medicine outside of their auspices well, you know, I definitely think there's no question that this is a politically charged motive. There's no question about it. I mean, if you think about it, if you look at the statistics in the United States right now, less than 12 percent of practicing physicians are independent doctors, less than 12 percent. That, that's a huge majority of them that work for hospitals. You know, they have to follow these protocols that they're being pushed or else they don't have a job. I mean, think about that for a minute. So and, and by the way, that trend has been moving more towards uh, socialized medicine and more towards government. Uh, medicine and more towards, you know, big government or big medicine, like you were talking about, away from independence. And that's a scary thing to them because they don't have control over guys like me. So think about this. And this is exactly what's happening. If they cannot argue uh, against the message, because, I mean, I've got the science and data. When we showed the federal government our science, I mean, it's an absolute joke when you compare the science and the experts that we have against what they've got. It's it's preposterous. It's actually, it's embarrassing how how usefully ignorant most of these people are on that side of it. And, and that being said, when we looked at this, I mean, even my, by the way, one of my main attorneys on this is retired Missouri governor, Jay Nixon, who's a Democrat, by the way, he's wow. a Democrat. And, and think about this, retired Missouri governor, and, and by the way, he's a great guy, amazing dude. He said, listen, Eric, in 40 years of government and politics, I cannot understand for the life of me why they're coming after you for this. And he even said to me one day, he said, do you think, he said, you know, I'm not, this is not a legal, you know, description, but he says, Eric, do you think that they're coming after you because you're a conservative? Do you think they're coming after you because you're outspoken? Do you think they're coming after you because, because you're making a difference and you're, you're cutting into their pocketbooks? What do you think the motive is? And I said, I think it's all the above. Because, <clears throat> Dana, we had some videos on social media that went viral, some of them 40, 50 million hits when I was talking about, you know, zinc and D and quercetin and, and, and re reversing weight issues and getting rid of metabolic stress and reducing inflammation. And, and I, I learned a long time ago to never make any statements unless I've got multiple documentations of mm. scientific data that supports it, and I've got all of it. So I've got the, the ammunition. The one thing that I don't have, and this is just the truth, the only thing that you get scared of when, when you go up against Goliath like this, right? Because that's what it is. This is David versus Goliath. 
the federal government can put 14 attorneys on me and they can just print money. They can just print it. <laughs> and, and you, I mean, I can't, right? And I can't now because we've also, you know, they've taken away my ability to talk about vitamin D and zinc and they, they're trying so hard to gag order me to not be practicing anymore. I've had to defend my license multiple times. So if they can't kill the message, they try to kill the messenger. Yes. And that's what they're doing. But we're not letting them happen. We're standing. And I'll tell you this. What's interesting, the support that we've gotten on this has been unbelievable. I've been blown away by how much support we've gotten. And I'm getting more calls and supports on our website uh, about Stop Medical Tyranny. I'm getting more supports from medical doctors and nurses that are in hospitals because they see it every day. And since COVID came to America, people that are working in the healthcare system are realizing that it's not really health and it's not really care. It's a giant business, and they're more, they're more interested in the bottom line than helping the patients. And that's more evident now, in my opinion, than ever. Now, I'm going to ask you a legal question that I don't know if you have the answer to, but it's very important to this discussion. I want to bring this back to earth so people could understand. This is very serious because... It's no longer just mandating people to get the stuff and having, you know, the tech platforms deplatform you, but you get a criminal prosecution for speech. It's literally speech. I mean, this is First Amendment. We're going to get to a point where if you say, hey, you know, there's some risks with the with the clot shots or masks don't work or vitamin D and zinc boost your immune system and and ivermectin and these other things seem to do a good job at preventing cytokine storm like hey them fighting words you know we're coming after you criminally um are you is your legal team so you you have to defend yourself but are you also do you have a plan to go on offense and because you're the first person prosecuted under this new law to try to get declaratory judgment that the law is written is unconstitutionally vague because it ropes in speech. Well, and th- you're 100% right, and that's where we're at right now. Daniel, That this is the first time that this has ever been uh, prosecuted. By the way, this is, interestingly enough, this is a civil violation, not a criminal violation, even though ah, the federal okay. government portrayed it in the Associated Press as a criminal. I mean, like, that's literally how it was portrayed, uh, that I was defrauding people by, by offering solutions for health. That's literally the terminology they use. So absolutely we're suing the pants off of them so so here's the deal to your point not only so first of all it's a civil um to your point the the i don't know if you know this the federal trade the ftc and the doj have kind of been getting slapped around a little bit by the supreme court and some other court rulings that they've gotten basically the judges are saying hey you're using this ruling or this this uh this potential law uh as a well overstep of government uh, authority. They've been told that multiple times. I mean, if you look at the AMG case, there was a, a case that was out of uh, a group of, of insurance individuals were selling COVID bonds. If you missed uh, 14 days of work, it was like a supplemental insurance. Well, the FTC ruled against them saying that you owe us, uh, I think it was a $1.2 or $1.5 billion fine. That went to the Supreme Court. And on April 22nd, uh, the ruling came down that said, no, no, no that's not right. Nine to nothing, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the insurance company saying Department of Defense and or Department of Justice and FTC have overstepped their boundaries. So we do. And here's here's the other big thing is this is a big deal, because if you think about this, if, if we don't persevere in this in this uh, in this suit and I'm suing them back, we're going after them hard. Uh, but again, it's it's time consuming and it's extremely expensive. I'm 
almost half a million dollars out of my own pocket into this. And that's what the federal government does. They try to they try to run you dry. But if we don't win this, if we don't win this, think about this. This literally could put a position in that says that you as a doctor can only recommend, make recommendations, talk about prescriptions that the government allows you to do. And they do that in China. That's communist China that does that. I mean, think about this. I took an oath to first do no harm to help my patients legally, ethically, and morally within my scope of practice, and I'm doing that. I'm doing that right now, but the federal government is taking that ability away from me, and we know that Fauci lied and people died, but, but censorship and medical suppression and medical tyranny is literally leading to death and suffering today, Daniel, literally. It, it, it is truly unbelievable, and it's by their own admission. There's one thing if they play down COVID, but they're the ones saying it's the worst thing in the history of the world – and that's how much of an indictment it is that they are actually stifling anything that would work. So I want to take the discussion a little bit to some of the trends going on. Um, being where you are in the country, in the heartland there in Missouri. So, you know, any average person opens up the papers now, uh, or really online is where they're going to get their news. And they're going to see a bunch of panic porn about places like Arkansas, Mississippi, and Missouri, you know, there's these redneck doctors like like Dr. Naputi there, you know, telling people, you know, raising doubts about the vaccine. They have lower vaccination rates, and now there's increased cases. That's the problem. Now, obviously, this audience is already educated on the fact that Israel and UK have the highest vaccination rates, and they're having the resurgence. But a lot of us thought that putting the vaccine aside we kind of had a strong winter spread. It would be enough, and it does seem like it's coming back in some capacity. What do you what do you see is going on now? Well, I see there's a lot of sleight of hand advertising and and really mis and disinformation happening out there. Like for example, in Missouri, we're hearing about the Delta variant. We've been hearing nothing nonstop other than the Delta variant is in southern Missouri. We've heard about it for the last two weeks. It seems very interesting how it's not really creeping up to the St. Louis area, and it's been two to two and a half weeks, which is really odd. But here's what we do know. We know that just like you said, that the, the Delta variant, which by the way, if you talk to Dr. Cole and other, other epidemiologists that are out there, they say that there have been hundreds, if not thousands of identified uh, strands that have come out there, but it's still the same virus. You know, it's, it's, it's SARS-CoV-2, not SARS-CoV-3. So viruses mutate. That's what they do. I mean, Moeller's ratchet talks about, it's a, it's a biological, physiological a process that that we learn about in undergraduate microbiology that as a virus goes through a community at first it's very volatile it kills people it can really cause more damage and then as it goes through the community we adapt and it adapts and it becomes more infectious but less deadly and then it goes away it becomes our new flu and that's essentially i believe and a lot of other doctors believe the same thing is happening if you look at the statistics if you're under the age of 50 you have a 99.98% survivability chances. You know, if you're under the age of 30, it's almost statistically zero of you dying of COVID. So they're, they're trying to scare us with this Delta variant. Uh, the UK it was in the UK for six to eight weeks before it even came here to America. They might have seen an increase in hospitalizations, but they did not see an increase in deaths. And I was on the phone just this week with the Missouri Hospital Association, which is the board or the governing body that gets all of the data from all the hospitals in the whole state of Missouri. And here's what they said. They said, just to be clear, we're not, we're not deficient on hospital beds. We're not deficient on respirators. We're not, we're not deficient on overflow. If there is a surge or any of that kind of stuff, we're just 
low on healthcare workers. We still haven't had all of our people come back to work yet from the beginning of COVID. There's a lot of people still at home collecting checks and not wanting to come to work. And then in the St. Louis area alone, that's just the, a, you know, St. Louis, greater St. Louis area, small piece of Missouri, you got some 8,000 healthcare workers that have refused to take this injection that if they don't get injected by the end of September, they're going to have to walk off the job. They're going to get fired. Wow. So they're already telling us that they don't have enough workers. And then what's going to happen is they're going to blame, they're going to blame these variants, which is a joke, to blame it on unvaccinated people. It doesn't work that way. And I'm happy to talk about the pathophysiology sometime if you want to, but they're going to blame this surge on freedom. They're going to blame this surge on people's freedom to choose. And then they're going to blame the hospitals being overrun on these, healthcare workers that decided not to get the injection. It's sad. It's just disgusting in what they're doing. It's nothing but a marketing ploy because, by the way, Delta is here. They're talking about Delta Plus variant. They're talking about the Lambda variant. We're going to have lots of more variants coming down the pipe. But just like Cole says, he says variant Schmerian. It's really not... It's not that big of a deal. Meaning it's, it's all, all the same about... principle. If in that area it didn't reach herd immunity, you're going to get it both vaccinated and non-vaccinated. We see over half the people that have gotten it in Scotland in particular already were vaccinated. Right. The vaccine is garbage, um, at least the ones that are out on the market so far. And it's all a matter of natural immunity until you get it. You're going to get it. It's actually probably less, seems, appears to be likely less deadly than the original strain but maybe more transmissible and you know all the more reason you got to focus on treatment but in terms of just the geography did i get this correctly are you asserting that you know to my knowledge that whole corner there like you know southwest missouri northern arkansas eastern oklahoma that part of the country really didn't get it as much as where I am here in Maryland, is that is is the assumption that the St. Louis area already got it more, so therefore, you know, they kind of have main mainly herd immunity, whereas that area didn't get it that much. Is that is that what's going on? You, you know, Daniel, it very well could be that assumption, but you got to remember this: the Lake of the Ozarks is no more than two hours away from where the quote unquote epicenter is in Springfield. Missouri, Southern Missouri area. And if you remember, you know, Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day weekend was was one year. Memorial Day weekend one year ago was the year that half a million of us Missouri hillbillians went together and had, you know, no mask, no, no, no restrictions, no nothing at the Lake of the Ozarks. And the only thing that outbroke there was fun, love, joy and abundance. Uh, We literally had zero cases that came out of that last year. So for someone to assume that COVID has not gone through that area, I think that's an unfair assumption. But the reality is this. I mean, think about this for a minute. What is this injection's intention? The vaccines that are out right now, do not they do not have the virus in them like a flu would have, like a flu shot. So it doesn't give you immunity against the virus. It gives you a, a potential immunity against the spike protein, which is one of the sticky components that, that sticks to the ACE2 receptor, the door that allows it in the cell. So viruses adapt and mutate so just like it when we guess because we do we educatedly guess every year on what the flu vaccine should be composed of well sometimes we get it wrong most times we do we're dealing with again if you listen to dr ryan cole the vaccine that is out right now daniel is last year's vaccine it's going to adapt so people who have by the way people who have truly been exposed to this who have t-cell function response to it antibody response to it etc 
Research shows from SARS-CoV-1, which is almost identical, at least 70 to 80 percent genetically to SARS-CoV-2, some of those people from SARS-CoV-1 infections from 2003 have still immunity from 17 years ago. So, so you get a full, robust immune system. I agree with you. We need to be focusing on improving our health, improving our, our immune system response, and getting ready to get exposed. If you haven't to this thing, and quite honestly, it's a virus, it's going to be exposed through the entire community. The CDC says that every year, 40 to 60 million Americans get exposed to the flu every year. And so, so we're like, well, so what? I believe that sooner than later, once we realize this, that this is a coronavirus, uh, there's seven of them that we're aware of. Four of them affect humans every year. It's the number one cause of respiratory infections. 52% of all respiratory illnesses and flu-like illnesses come from a coronavirus already. We know research has been proven that D and C and zinc help with coronaviruses. So why can't we, as doctors, do what doctors do, use science, knowledge, and wisdom, and our education and license to try to ease the suffering of our people? It's common sense, Daniel, but we live in a world of COVID sense right now, not common sense. Critical COVID theory. That's certainly what it is. We're almost out of time here. Um, wanted to get your quick take on Novavax. Um, mm. do, 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 do you think there's promise that? What are you hearing about it? Um, because that does appear to be more of a traditional vaccine. Yeah, it, it does. And here's what I'll tell you. I, I will tell you the same thing I'll, I've told everybody on every interview about every vaccine that's out there. I cannot wait to see the long-term safety data and profiles and effectiveness studies. And on average, it usually takes between five to eight to 10 years to really see that. So I can't wait to see that data when it comes out, <laughs> but we got to get to that point. And, and as a scientist, as a doctor, we can't just go, oh, cool, this looked really good on one person. Let's go ahead and run it out. I mean, where were the animal studies on this? Where were the, where were the long-term studies? There aren't any, Daniel. And and I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's it's effective. I don't think it's right to start putting a treatments on people that are underneath an experimental utilization, which is what we're dealing with. And and by the way, you should have the freedom to choose whatever you want to do one sure. way or the other. I'm absolutely not anti-vax. I'm pro-freedom to choose, which is what you should be able to choose. If you and your doctor want to talk about early treatment, you should be able to do that, and the government should stay out of it. Now, but the problem is it is so hard to find doctors like that. I get emails from people all the time. So I want to end with that point. What advice would you give? And this is really important because we know this has become endemic. A lot of people have gotten it, but a lot of people haven't gotten it. Um, among those who haven't gotten it, some have been vaccinated, some have not. But now we know that you certainly can't rely on the vaccine, you know, its side effects notwithstanding, but to even help you against this virus so what are some of the short-term, long-term preemptive things that you would recommend people that are older or maybe have heart disease and diabetes and are you know, legitimately concerned about the virus, but they're also concerned about the vaccines and they want to be able to live normal lives? What would you recommend they, you know, what sort of lifestyle changes, supplements, things to take sure. um, would you recommend? Well, first of all, if you think about the, the five main risk factors, right, you got, you got obesity, cardiometabolic disease, you got type 2 diabetes, inflammation, high blood pressure, and the sixth one is obviously being a man. We can't change that, but what we can do is we can reduce our obesity. We can, we can reduce our cardiovascular risk. We can, we can improve our blood sugars by changing our diet and reduce our inflammation, and we know that there are certain key supplements and nutrients that do that. I mean, we know that the majority of people are deficient in vitamin D across the globe. 
especially here in America. 50% of Americans are deficient in D. It's a good idea to improve your health by taking vitamin D every day. The same thing with zinc. Zinc is, if not the number one mineral deficiency, it's in the top five mineral deficiencies, especially in America. Um, Zinc has been proven to stop and slow the proliferation, which is regeneration of viruses and keep the load low. So that's important to do that. It's important also to get outside, to exercise, to keep your body moving. It's important to talk to your doctor about your risk factors and things you can do to improve your health metrics. That's the key. And surround yourself with doctors who are going to help you with solutions, not just say, hey, stay in your basement, wear a mask and eat Pop-Tarts until the world uh, comes back to life. Let's start doing some serious health things. That's what I mean. This whole thing to me is against medical tyranny. I mean, it's just like it's just like Dr. Benjamin Rush said, you know, if we don't put uh, medical freedoms into our Constitution at some point, uh, the medical system is going to try to overthrow what's happened. And that's where we're at right now. So we have got to get the doctors together. Um, we got to stop the medical tyranny. The, the small percentage of doctors that are out there that are in, that are in private practice need to stand up for everyone else that's out there. And we all need to work together. And that's what, uh, you know, stopmedicaltyranny.com, that's what it was created for so that we can get information out. We have protocols that are out there. I mean, America's Frontline Doctors, a, a physician, Americans Physicians and Surgeons Group, Peter McAuliffe's group, America's frontline COVID uh, doctors, we're all making similar recommendations that are helping our patients. And it's all about mitigating our yep. risk factors, obesity, cardiovascular, and et cetera. That's where the focus should be. Get ready for the fall because it's going to be scary. Boost your immune system. Do all the right stuff. D, C, zinc, quercetin, eat right, intermittent fasting, lots of water, and turn off the television because you got to get off that fear porn. That's you know, really going to be a big thing. You, you know, Eric, uh, my my big kryptonite is soda. You know, the more I hang around people like you, the more it it starts uh, changing me. My wife's like, "Yeah, hey, you got to kick that habit." Um, but that's that's really what it is. I mean, it's 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 simple yeah. things. It's not a matter of finding some ten thousand dollar drug created by big pharma. Um, and I just want you to t- just speak briefly in the remaining three minutes here. This is not just COVID. Doesn't it appear that we've been lied to about the fact that there's no way to treat a virus, um, you know, whether it's the flu, whether it's mono? With all the research we've done and, and a lot of the doctors you mentioned on COVID, do we now have a different perspective? Maybe you've had it all along on how to treat other viruses as well. Well, Daniel, I think the, the key is is to get to the root cause of the problem. I mean, even hypocrisy is the father of medicine is let thy food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. I mean, it wasn't until 100 years ago whenever we switched everything to pharmacopoeia. And, and the reality is this, is that we need to focus on being healthier, more people, less sick. I mean, there are things that can be done. You know, if you go on the American Medical Association's website on the diabetic page, they will tell you that they have about a 5 to 6% chance with their protocols of reversing type 2 diabetes. Well, a ketogenic diet by itself can reduce it by 60%. Protocols that we do to reset people's health, we have a 90 plus percent success rate with reversing type 2 diabetes. The same is true with high blood pressure. The same is true with heart issues. The same is true with inflammation, chronic pain, leaky gut. The list goes on and on. So I would encourage people to start following and listening to healthcare practitioners that are talking about the root. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but in the 1980s, the uh, federal government did an exhaustive study proving that some 80 plus percent of the top four causes of death at the time were preventable by lifestyle changes, exercise and supplementation. Why are we not focusing on that? And I believe it's because of money and power. Yep. 
Yep. Again, I get back to this point. If you took the trillions we spent, the the panic, fear mongering, the information dissemination of 17 months, and they had 17 months to warn, you know, hundreds of millions of people to boost their levels. By now, you know, it takes a couple months, and some have absorption issues, and you know, it takes a little bit longer. You know, the the, the difference between having tens of millions of people with a level a, a d level of 30 as opposed to 15 is a world of a difference it is it is shocking but now it's criminal to say that do you have any uh, crowdsourcing website that people could help in your legal battle yeah we do if if you guys go to stopmedicaltyranny.com it's stopmedicaltyranny.com uh, there's an opportunity there to learn a little bit more about what's going on um, and here's the reality. Like I said before, we're standing, we're believing, and we got all the, the science. We got the, 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 the truth is on our side, no question. But the federal government, what they do is they just drag it on and drag it on and drag it on. This is going to be a multi-million dollar lawsuit, and I'm willing to stand. I'm willing to not settle and, and, and just go quietly in the night. Uh, and this is not about me. This is about the future of our country, the future of healthcare, the future of how, we, how doctors interact with patients. And how we uh, how we are as a society, and so if people want to help us, they can go to stopmedicaltyranny.com. Uh, they can learn how to contribute there, and I just appreciate the opportunity, and I'd love to give you a chance to to update this story in the next couple months. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. No, definitely we'll have you on in a couple months. And again, like I tell all the doctors we have on, you guys need to all get together and, and, and really form a parallel universe because it's the number one necessity. We need to form parallel economies, societies in, in every facet. But this issue is different because I've noted I've noticed a lot of conservatives have gotten roped into COVID tyranny. And I understand they're scared. And this is a very different issue. And this is something that if you're a layman, you really don't know. And what scares me is, you know, and this is a whole show in itself, but have we been lied to about cancer, about many other things, you know, the way we're treating it, not treating it, and and your average person wouldn't know this, and there really is a need now that we know that they lie to us, that we know they are willing to have people die in order to line their pockets and promote tyranny. Um, You know, what other issues are they doing that on? We need people we could trust on the true medical data and protocols for a host of other ailments and treatments, uh, you know, and, and and again, this is something that's, like you said, it's going to come up with the flu. So, you know, again, Stop Medical Tyranny is the website. Go there. Uh, we will have you back on to update us. Folks, we are over time. Thanks for joining us. Send this show to 50 of your friends and relatives. God bless you all, and thank you for listening.